Hi everyone, I'm Caroline, and in my podcast today, I'm going to discuss the decline in popularity of the shopping mall, which I believe can be attributed to a variety of factors, including the rise of online shopping, a new standard for convenience, and the coronavirus pandemic. Still, many generations feel intense nostalgia for shopping malls and mourn their loss greatly. Here's a fun fact. Victor Gruen, an Austrian-born Nazi refugee, is credited with creating the first fully enclosed shopping mall in 1952. Since then, his model has been replicated across the country. In fact, 2007 was the first year since the 1950s that a new mall was not built in America. So, by interviewing my grandma and older brother, I hope to legitimize the role shopping malls have played and still do play in people's lives. As Joan Didion writes in the White Album, a place belongs forever to whoever claims it hardest, remembers it most obsessively, wrenches it from itself, shapes it, renders it, loves it so radically that he remakes it in his own image. As you will see in my interviews, both positive and negative aspects of malls live on through stories. Whether or not shopping malls still exist in 20 years, I feel confident that they have already affected enough lives to remain worthy of our memory. So without further ado, let's get into the interview with my grandma, who opens up about the importance of malls during her time as a mother with two young sons. She also contrasts the atmosphere of today's malls to the malls back then. I do just want to give a quick disclaimer before I start the interview that I recorded this interview with my grandma right after Hurricane Zeta. And we were walking around the neighborhood, but a lot of people were outside of their houses picking up tree branches. And there were a lot of um, trucks picking up tree branches as well. So there's a lot of, like, noise in the background, but you should be able to hear us fine. I just wanted to explain why, if you notice that. So tell me about, you used to go to Lakeside as your escape? Yes, my, my, my husband, the boss was in med school and he was working all the time and where do you want to go? Um, so I was alone and I didn't have a lot of money but you know it didn't cost anything to go there and look and so I would look and shop a little bit but I made friends with everybody in all the stores. <laughs> Is that how you made friends with that Dillard's guy that we see? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I made friends with him when he worked at the grocery store. Oh, okay. And he started off as a bag boy and then a cashier. And I, I was in there so often that he, I used to pay for my groceries with a check. He me- <laughs> memorized my license plate, my license, driver's license number. Because oh he knew it by heart. It was kind of scary. <laughs> but anyway, but I... I became friendly with everybody and they knew that my husband was a med student and I was teaching school and they'd say don't buy it today it's going to go on sale next week (laughs) (laughs) how long ago was this oh before your father was born um like 1966 1967 how do you feel the malls have changed since then oh it's definitely changed and there's so much crime and shoplifting oh yeah it's not it's not the warm, fuzzy place that it was. I also feel like they're less popular now. Yes. Yeah. I think people are shopping online, and uh, it's not the sense of community. And people really were, there were more debt. They took being a salesperson as a, as a real career. Yeah. And, yeah. and finding clothes that look good on you and suitable yeah. for teaching school. and Like they embodied it. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. 
and they took it seriously and they just didn't say if you asked about where something was they didn't say over there <laughs> pointing into oblivion yeah <laughs> they actually gave you direction and they um were really very helpful and yeah and um were very nice about it and then they were trying to make a living too but they wanted you to get the best value for your dollar in in there business and we're proud of the stores. The stores weren't chains. They were locally owned and uh, they uh, there was an altogether different feeling rather than just yeah a machine. Yeah, that's so nice. And um, people, you know, would uh, walk in the mall because it was one of the first air-conditioned long places to walk. And uh, Were you ever a mall walker? Uh, I, I walked with a purpose. Yeah. While you, while you were shopping? <laughs> while I was shopping. Or while I was window shopping. Oh, Mommy, we're recording for my podcast about shopping malls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, they were always least ice cream places in there, if not food courts. So, uh, but, uh. And then when I had children, I um, used to take them there, and there were arcades. Ooh. And we would spend the day. I know. I feel like I feel like back in the day, more malls had activities. They did. Did they ever have like events? Like, like would there ever be someone who came and gave a speech or like? No, there would be holiday events. So. Oh yeah. You know, like the Christmas train or Santa Claus. Oh, well, that's the, yeah. You know. Or like when we go to Dustin and then they have the, um, the, the ice skating during yes. the holidays. That's fun. Yes. Yes. And, uh, the, uh, funniest thing was, uh, yeah, Uncle Doug was about four years old and I, um, there was a real fancy ladies dress shop. This was years later. And, um, so I would take him in and they had a sofa. If I was going to a hospital dinner dance or something, and I would say to Uncle Doug when he was like four, I said, "What would you have? What would you do if you got lost in the mall? If you if we got separated?" He said, "Oh, that's easy." He said, "I would go to Lily Rubin. That was a ladies' dress shop, and they would know how to find you." Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so they. Uh, it was a doll together different feeling. Who I liked mean, them all more, Dad or Doug? Doug. <laughs> he loved them all. And he loved dolls. Off. What was his favorite store? The arcade? <laughs> yeah, the arcade. Yeah. But Daddy liked the arcade too. And uh, Would they ever get competitive with each other? Not really. They, uh, they different machines, different games. They, no. um, but it was uh, a different world. But like, mostly it was because it was locally New Orleans own stores. Yeah, I just don't, it's really bad with that. I don't want to like, oh. yeah. so that was the big difference. And people cared and, um, yeah. you know, they were running a business for profit, but. But you could feel their heart in it more. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, it was, like anything else where the the owner is there yeah did it feel closer to like 
Or like a family-owned business or something. Absolutely, yeah. like a small town. Like going to Koppel Dermatology. <laughs> yes, like growing up in Savannah. Yeah. You know. Um, that's, oh, where, that's where I learned to shop. Yeah, wait, tell me about the store um, that your family owned. My grandfather? Yeah. Well, they, um, your great, great, great grandfather opened a store in 1901 on Broughton Street, the main street in Savannah, and um, they lived above it. And um, they, uh, it was a, it was a, started off as a general store. And um, it was Joe Cohen and Sons. And then he separated into a grocery and dry goods. And uh, they, uh, Grandma lived above it, had all her children here. I guess that would be your great-great-grandmother, all your children at home above the store. And uh, they, uh, they, they, the sons went on, um, one son went on and opened up. She, she says hi. <laughs> and opened up a men's and boys store and uh, uh, specialized, and he, he kept that going. They were almost on Broughton Street, the family, from 1901 to 1996. Oh, wow. Did you spend a lot of time there when you were growing up? Or? I used to wrap packages at, at oh, Christmas. That's fun. <laughs> that's Did you where, get really good at it? <laughs> that's where I learned how to wrap. <laughs> and... and uh, were there any special trips? Do you have to enlighten us? No. no. They just uh, do get them done, get them fast, move them on. Yeah. And so anybody in the family, the week before Christmas, was working. Um, and my uncle used to say that his children, he had uh, two born after Christmas. They knew not to be born before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny. Because it's too, too busy. <laughs> too busy to have a birth. So, um, anyway, they, it lasted for a long time, but no more retail business. But I have a, a book of signs in Savannah that has a front of Joe Cohen and Sons. Oh, I want to see that. I'll show it to you. Okay, cool. And, um, really amazing. Do they have, do they have the kind of clothes that you like to wear? No. No? <laughs> was it all like really adult clothes? No, it, it was, it ended up being mostly men's clothes and boys clothes, but as a young girl, even in high school, I used to buy, because, uh, you know, I, I got them at a good price. Yeah. I used to buy um, boy sweaters to wear. Yeah, yeah. Because I liked them. I like wearing big sweaters too. Yeah. And, uh, Baba, your grandfather, when we would come to Savannah and he was in med school and we didn't have a lot of money, my uncle, who, who was the last one to own the store, would dress him because he said he's going to be a doctor, he's got to look good. Oh. <laughs> and so he, he had a really nice wardrobe, but he never shopped outside of Savannah because <laughs> We didn't get a bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I know, but my uncle was so proud of the husband I'd picked 
and he wanted him to look good. Yeah. I grew up in a family. My great-grandfather in Lithuania was a tailor. Mm-hmm. And so clothes were really important and fitting right was yeah. really important. So Presenting yourself well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so no matter where you were going, you should be dressed right. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, but were they the kind of people that even their pajamas looked really good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they... Uh, and it would tailored right. Yeah. You know, and um, it was all in the tailoring. And uh, great great grandma Becky lived to be 96, but t- to the end, she would say, fix your collar. It's not even. You know, yeah. fold it back right. She uh, had such an eye. And in the old country, you were given in Lithuania. Her last name was Schneider. Do you know why I was named Schneider? What? Because Schneider is German for cutter. Oh. And her father was a cutter. Your name was given by the trade that you did. Yeah. Was it, what, like, what does Koppel mean? Koppel, I think, uh, I'm not sure. It, uh, at, to join. Oh. So, uh, but they go back to the, uh, 16th century in the little town. They, That's so uh, cool. Somebody's doing a historian, historian for that village and he gives tours and uh, he's been connecting with Baba lately and uh, even showed him a picture of the one room schoolhouse that great grandpa Hugo went to. Wow. So um, they were the last Jewish family there that. Uh, got turned into the Nazis living oh. there. Wow. So it's uh, they're part of the historical tour when uh, tourists come to this. It's a picture postcard little uh, town called Balshain. And um, it's interesting. Wow. A lot of history. Yeah. And uh, I have another cousin that's doing the Savannah side. Um, ancestry and uh, genealogy and she sent me some amazing pictures that she's found in documents um, and talked about how Joe Cohen started the store because his brother-in-law really staked him to the money to open up who had a uh, a bar and a saloon yeah. that was profitable and had the money to so he could start the uh, general store so one family member helped another yeah. build a business. That's awesome. It is. It's part of Savannah. And the store doesn't still exist, does it? No. No. When did it stop existing? Nin- 1996. Okay. That's not that long ago. No. Was yeah. it a fa- was it your family the whole time? Yeah. Nice. It was uh, my uh, uncle. And then his daughter and son-in-law took it over oh. to the end. Awesome. And, uh, but now everybody's in medicine or financial or something else. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Grandma. Thank you. I love you. I, I love you. It's a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
So I really hope you enjoyed that interview with my grandma. And next, we are going to go straight into my interview with Reese. And I hope you enjoy what he has to say. I just want to preface this by saying there is actually a Country Day special guest who comes in in the middle because we are also on a walk. And I want to see if you can guess who it is. Hi, Reese. Hello. Good morning. Um, so today I'm going to talk to you about shopping malls and I mostly just want to hear your personal anecdotes of times that you spent at the mall or things that you liked about it, things that you wish were different or like what maybe what time of your life you spent most at the mall. Just give us a little insight onto the modern malls of our day and the role that they play. I like malls, but I don't think they're useful anymore. Really? Why not? Well, you don't really need to try things on if you know your size. Oh, so well, that's... Amazon's taking over the shopping mall. Yeah. But I do love the Short Hills shopping mall in New Jersey. The Short Hills shopping mall. Lots you know of innovation. What? I was reading about that one because one website was saying that really the only malls that are still doing well are in really wealthy neighborhoods, yes, like the Short Hills Mall. It's an experience. Yeah, it's like, it's like an experience. It's like a... It's more common with a... A museum. A mu- museum amusement park yeah true true man and fine and it's so beautiful to look at like all the architecture and everything it was cool in shopping malls is bookstores bookstores awesome yeah bookstores are awesome like shopping malls for books and libraries yeah same thing but you could just borrow them. are there any cool um shopping malls in new haven nope. no no uh-uh. not at all but um a very nice mall in baton rouge very outdoors. Have you been there? I have. When did you go? Um, freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school. Well, do you think having an outdoors mall makes it a better experience? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Much better. Why? Uh, indoor malls are stuffy. Stuffy. Um, I don't know what they're pumping into the, the air ducts. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, um, who knows? It's kind of like you're trapped. Special, uh, laughing gas to make you buy stuff do you feel like it's more of like a community when you're outdoors or inside oh inside inside, inside? Sure. okay yeah. interesting because victor like grew and invented the indoor shopping mall is that true yeah he when was, was that um he was he escaped the nazis oh wow and he wanted an experience of community in america when he got here very cool so, yeah, very yeah. good that's a nice fun fact yeah pull that out parties okay i will um, shopping mall. <laughs> I bet you don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been in the Mall of Americas. So, do you feel like, because I think for me, um, I kind of grew up with movies and stuff saying that, oh, ma- like, malls are where all the high school students hang out. But I feel like nowadays, it's really a middle school thing. Do you feel... That's a very, very good, good yeah. take. I like that take. Like, did you spend also, the most time there in middle school? I spent the most time there in lower school. Lower school. Um, always have to be a gimboree. Jimber returning, returning clothes. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. Wait, we must have had like my entire life. Our yeah. moms must have been really similar. Yes, yes, they must know each other. Yeah, hang out sometime. Yeah, I think. I they... think that Jimbery and Children's Place should like go out of business. <laughs> being, being torturous. I think. Torturous. Yes. Wow, that is some strong language right there. Yes. I okay. How Victor would feel. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You think Victor would be disappointed? Victor would be disappointed. You don't think he would have his kids wear Jimbery? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He, he might wear Jimbery. Oh, yeah. 
You yeah. never know. Don't assume what people would wear. Good point. Good point. Despite their age. I like that sizes. point. Yeah. I don't think they go above XL. Yeah. Kids. Well, you know, they do have some cute hair accessories that could they probably do. fit they most do. people. Yeah. Okay. So. I do like, uh, I like Claire's. 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 Place in the mall. Yeah. Because. Get your ears pierced. You got your ears pierced there. No, no. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I so, could. So why do you like it? Because it gives you the option. I could Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I also give you these nice cheapo earrings when you get your ears pierced. I feel like Claire's is a good place for like, you know, you really feel like an adult, like you're getting your ears pierced. You, you can exactly. go to Claire's. It's yeah. a rite of passage. Very true. Very true. Yeah. I think it's interesting how this one company has the whole monopoly on getting your ears pierced. Except yeah. for me because Baba pierced my ears. Yeah. Their only competition are private ear piercers. Like there's no other. People whose grandparents have an ear piercing gun. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, those, those crazy folks with just those needles and apples, right? Oh, yeah, those crazy camper folks at yeah, Sleep Lake. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so next topic. <laughs> okay. I just want to know what what other stores. So we've established your Sorry. least favorite store. Yeah. What other stores did you like? I like the Tesla store at Short Hills Mall. Oh, I remember. Cool. But they didn't have any actual cars there. They did not have cars there because they shipped them right to your house because they're that cool. Yeah. We went well, to that Tesla store in 2014, I believe. And then we went to Kidoba and we got Kidoba. burritos. About Tesla in 2014. Do you, what do you think about the food court in the mall? Is that highlight of the mall the experience? Food court. It's definitely the highlight. Okay. You know, if you go to the Clearview Mall to watch a movie and you don't go to that MA birthday party there, Pyramid oh. Donuts and Mini Golf, which is now out of business. Wait, that, wasn't at, that was not at Canal Place. That was at no, Lakeside. It was, no, it's Clearview Mall. With the mini golf. Oh, Clearview. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You're right, you're Clearview's right. Clearview's the best. Clearview is. Now they great. don't even have Semolinas, and I feel very strongly that was a terrible decision. Okay, but you know what I was thinking about? I do. I think Some food minutes. halls may have replaced the food court and malls in general. Hey, how are you? Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Miss Andres. Nice. You as you well. Too. Good to see you. Okay, so. Where she got that car at the mall? Oh, maybe. This is a new car. She used to have a model. So, like, I think that. I think that. As you were saying? The community aspect. Of food halls, so like you know, Saint Rock Market, etc. Yes, of course. I feel like those may be growing in popularity because malls lack that have aspect. You been to flea market? I have not been to the flea market here, mm. but good are you a fan of food halls? Food halls, um, yeah, yeah, I am a fan. I like I them, but I think sometimes it's too hard to make a decision. Mm, that's an interesting opinion. You know, I think uh, McDonald's is hard to make an opinion. Yeah. A decision? Yeah. An opinion? <laughs> I have no opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, I think um, <laughs> I think sometimes when when we have so many options, it makes it hard to make a decision. So maybe that's another reason shopping decision malls yeah. are less Ooh, popular. You know what my favorite mall is? What? They have this really cool mall in Bilbao, Spain. Yeah. They have this awesome Zara store. Oh, I love cool. Zara. You know Zara? Yeah. Do you know Corte Inglés? Corte Inglés mm. is the coolest place ever. It's one store. If I had to compare it to a store, it would be Target, except it's seven floors. And wow. it's really a mall all in and of itself. They have groceries on one floor. Wow. And they have these little boxes. So when you get your groceries, you put your food in a box, and you can go shop and buy, like, cars and clothes and crap. Yeah. And then you come back and you get your groceries and you go. Yeah. That's I mean. Very cheap Spanish wine. That's really cool. I went to a really cool mall in Costa Rica, too, when we went in eighth grade. Mm. They had a Zara. Mm. And... <laughs> 
and they had like a three-story Forever 21. It was so great. Is that true? Yeah, it was the first Forever 21 I had been to that wasn't just where things were actually organized. Oh, wow, fascinating. <laughs> yeah. So, with the evolution <laughs> of fashion good. malls, or with shopping malls, sorry, the evolution of shopping malls, do you feel like even if they are becoming less popular, do you think it's like okay, or do you think it's a loss? Like, do you think? I think, think it's a-okay. I think it's a okay too. Put cooler things in there. Put top golf. Yeah. Put a, put a racetrack inside. Racetrack. Uh, you know what else? I, I read this article. I read this article about this guy who thinks with the COVID pandemic, um, you could use it for community centers mm. for people like victims of domestic violence, mm-hmm. LGBTQ mm-hmm. population, because um, sure. there's enough space for them to be socially distant. Yep. And there's also like. That's a very good point. Yeah. Or you could live there. Live there. Another the another option is that some people are thinking of turning it into workspaces because you know how everyone's virtually working. Yeah, we work back, baby. Yeah. Interesting. As someone That's a great who's idea. as someone who's been a working man recently, yes. Do you feel that you're more productive? <laughs> do you feel that like you're more productive when you're not at home if you go someplace specifically to work? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. No, like, I, like if you don't, if you take off your PJs. Yes, yes, of course. Okay. So I'm naked in the office. I see what you're saying. Interesting opinion. Yeah. Probably should put on some work clothes before <laughs> take off my PJs. I just saw that picture of you on LinkedIn again of, of you in that really great beige shoot. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah you yeah. looked really great. Yeah, got that uh, that on clear on. Oh, I know that store. It's fancy. Yes. Is it in the mall? It's uh, also a very nice uh, thrift store. <laughs> it's French. It's designer. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I did well, not get Well, I in the actually, mall. that's it's funny you bring up thrift stores. I mm. feel like those may be replacing malls a little bit too because it's mm. so trendy to go to thrift stores. It's cheap. It's cheap. cheap. margins. And it's also, it's better for the environment. It's more mm. sustainable. Mm. Fast fashion is really bad for the environment. Fast fashion is very bad. Very, so. very bad. Yeah. Although, um, I think all malls should have Auntie Anne's and Great American Cookies. Oh, yeah. If not, it's not a mall. Oh. The definition, according to Mary Mubson. I actually really agree with yeah. that. Do you like the cinnamon pretzels or the butter and salt ones? Oh, I never go there. Oh. It's very expensive and not that good, but I love the smell. <laughs> it smells amazing. What about free samples? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free yeah, samples. Yeah, However, Great American Cookies, they always do this thing where it's like, Buy six cookies, get one free. And I only wanted one. Uh-huh. But I also want, want that free cookie. So, oh. So I just buy about 11 cookies. Do you... Have you ever been to a mall where they have, like, some sort of game tournament? Like, video game tournament? Mm-hmm. What you have? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Um, I believe they had a Madden tournament at one point, mm-hmm. And I really wanted to play. Was it here? I don't believe so. Uh, it could have been in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played, and I got my butt kicked. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Did they make you give any, like, information? Maybe, like, your email or anything like that before it you did, could play? It, did. it was promotional. Okay, yeah, because I was... Data. That's so interesting. I was just reading about how that's one of their marketing tactics mm, is yes. they get you to sign up for their loyalty program through those tournaments. Yes. So that's so interesting that you've been a part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you got your butt kicked. Yes, they also have free Fortnite at the mall. Free Fortnite is so, at the Lakeside Mall? If you're feeling sociable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with this pandemic? Oh, I haven't been there since the Coco. Oh. I don't know if they're open. It's not, it's not good for corona symptoms. Yeah, I mean, they are open. There were way too many people mm. there the last time. To do a little I went there to buy some masks. 
Yeah. I see. I see. So, what are your thoughts on moss? Um, I think that it makes sense why so many people would mourn the loss of them mm-hmm. if they don't exist anymore. But at the same time, I think the natural evolution of things is a part of life. Yes. And I think it's it's probably a good thing if it's it's better to think of it as a good thing if we lose malls because I think it means that people are responding to the supply and demand and responding to what people need. Yes, like if people aren't going to malls, there's no reason that that should be taking up that much space in our mm. world. And I think it's better because it means they're also responding to what people want. Like, there's so many delivery services now. There's right. Amazon. It's quicker. It's more convenient. It's more sanitary, which we've learned with this pandemic. Yes, of course. And I think it's okay for people to experience that feeling of loss, but they also should be able to look on the positive side. Mm. And they should be able to see that there's good parts of it too. And, and, they're not alone in feeling that way about I malls. See. I see. Makes a lot of sense. Have you told Victor your opinions? Um, you know what? I couldn't get in contact with him. Oh, is that true? <laughs> but I have tried. And I would I would really relish the opportunity to speak with him, given the chance. Ah, uh, yes. He seems like a great man. Definitely. Cannot he started the first... Do you know what state he started the first um, fully enclosed shopping mall in? Minnesota. How did you know that? It's a small America, dude. But no, but it was called the Southdale Mall. Ah. In Edina, Minnesota. Is that true? Yes. Hmm. So. We sold Teslas there. Oh. Oh. Well, okay. Can you tell me more about your experience in the Spain Mall that you were talking about? Because I was actually reading, I think even though they're declining in popularity here in America, I think they're actually thriving in other countries. Yes. So Spain is a very uniform country. Yeah. Um, and I would say that going to the mall is a huge part of social life in the Spanish, definitely in the high school population in a way it isn't here. Oh, really? Was it like more Addition, of a social place? Yes, of okay. course. Spain is also much more low tech, um, much simpler way of living, a lot more. It's very unpopular to see people on screens. So what I do believe you mean? No one's really on their phone all day. Oh, the on, the people okay. People are here walking yeah. around. In that manner, I think it's a fun way to spend time going to stores with friends. Even if you don't buy anything, it's free entertainment. Yeah. Sometimes they have free perfumes, free snacks. Do the Lots people who work are the people who work who work at the store? Are they more? Do they interact with you more? Of course. You ask them for help buying items. They they seem happy, happy to help you. Happy to help. Okay, that's that seems a little They're different than here. Much more friendly. It's a much smaller community. Yeah. Um, an incredible experience all around and also a fun way to practice a fun Spanish vocabulary in which yeah which we did study yeah Reese was really he got really good at Spanish when he came uh, home from Spain you. is your thank phone you. still in Spanish it's mode not. I don't remember any words oh okay I'm yeah zero. me either since I, I don't take Spanish anymore uh, <laughs> it's, it's tough it's all somewhere in the back of my head we can just start speaking more with each other yeah, again yeah just waiting for that Duolingo to yeah pull some magic oh yeah pop out those vocab words Mm-hmm. From my subconscious. Well, that's really cool. Do you, did you meet any really new cool. friends while you were at the mall? I did, I did. I made a couple friends one day. Oh, really? Yes. Like around your age? Yes, they were. Um, turns out they were in Bilbao from Galicia, which is way in the west, um, for a modeling photo shoot. 
Wow. Which is pretty interesting. Um, and they thought it was very funny. I was from New Orleans. They thought it was funny? Very funny. Like, <laughs> they put me on Instagram saying, De Nuevo Orleans, a Bilbao. <laughs> they carajo. took a picture of you? They, put, they, took a, they took a video of me spewing nonsense. Oh, my gosh. My weird new haircut. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Do you think it's they, still they, up they, on Instagram? They said you said WTF. Who is this kid? No, I don't think it's still up. Who is this kid, girl? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I thought I was straight para bromas for joke. <laughs> which I was. And I don't really remember why. Oh, I think it was one day where I made a deal with a friend that the next random people we saw, we tried to make friends with. Oh. You made friends like some old dude. I met these cool supermodels. So. Oh, I, I, I can tell who won that challenge. I won the challenge. Yeah. It's a good day. Well, did he did he stay in touch with the old man? I'm not sure. You know, it's a very good question. Because, you know, <laughs> Maybe they were really nice, close friends. very nice viejos. Oh, viejo. Oh, como yeah. viejo. Means old man. Well, I, that brings up another thing. I think the shopping mall is a great way to make intergenerational relationships, uh, yes, of course, too. Of course. When there's a nice old person saying hate all these kids hate these old clothes this isn't my size you know you can be like <laughs> well actually you can help them actually, keep up nice with people. the trends <laughs> um let me help you find your size oh sir. yeah you can you can that's what you have to do when you disprove those stereotypes yeah yeah absolutely yeah no so many ways to make friends yeah and like and, uh, i mean maybe not as much anymore a lot of, of the older audience can't go outside so mm-hmm. i'd be very cognizant of that but in in the same manner i mean you can definitely you know, there are some elderly employees you can make friends with. I mean, definitely. Yeah, wear like, your mask. Don't get too close. Yeah. All peace and love. Yeah, you know what? That's a great attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Reese. Oh, I feel like I feel like this was great information, especially about the mall in Spain and your experience there. Oh, my pleasure. And. Absolutely. I look forward to speaking again with you soon. Of course. If you could Our please. moms really need to get in touch yeah, about that yeah. whole gym thing. Send my, uh, send my check. Uh, if you can do Venmo, that would be great. Venmo. Okay. Right. Thank you for I time. got you. My name is at Save the Wetlands. Uh, I look forward to the six-figure speaker speak. Got it. Okay. Right. Have a great evening. Bye. Uh, you too. Thanks so much. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed these interviews because I know I had a lot of fun. I wanted to do a podcast because I believe people tend to be most forthcoming and honest when speaking as opposed to writing. I want to capture the nuances of my grandma and brother's emotions and memories to counteract any feelings of loneliness that may arise as people mourn shopping malls. I want my audience to recognize that they aren't alone in feeling a sense of loss and that there are also positive outcomes of a transition away from malls. Some may even choose to listen to my podcast in a mall. Although any type of loss evokes strong emotions, people are already finding new ways to build community because a sense of belonging remains essential for mental health. Some examples are exercise classes, school, work, and religion. Identifying a common interest or belief helps to bond people, so I recommend all my listeners try to identify at least one community they enjoy. Special thanks to Grandma Janet and Reese for letting me interview them and Mr. Miley for assigning a really cool English project. If you would like to see my sources, feel free to check out the show notes. Thanks for listening.